Hey guys, this is Shell, your Rolling MC, and this is season six of Hitting the Streets podcast show. Get an insider's look at small businesses, entrepreneurs, nonprofits, musicians, artists, and events in the North Texas area with Hitting the Streets podcast. Tune in to the series of interviews available on popular podcast platforms such as Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Stay updated by following me, your Rolling MC, on social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. Learn more about my podcasts and services by visiting my website at www.hittingthestreetspodcast.com. Don't miss out on the latest buzz here in the North Texas area. Join me on Hitting the Streets Podcast today. And now, on with the show. Hey guys, this is Shell, your Rolling MC, and I am the mouth on the mic of Hitting the Streets podcast show. So I am back today with the on the mic roundtable discussion with the artists. So we have Drip Child back and we have Crystal back, but we have a new person sitting down at our table and that is Jean Roki. Jean, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm... Um, I'm <laughs> I'm an artist, visual artist. Uh, I work in all media, uh, including sculpture and photography. Um, and I'm also a poet. Yes. And I taught poetry for 20 years at the University of North Texas. Um, I have one small chapbook published. Ooh. And I'm also, I make books. I'm a book artist. Lovely, lovely. So guys, I met Jean moons ago. We were working together with another group. And um, I think that was when the first time I really kind of tapped back into the art arena. Like I've, I've said this before on the mic, I've been a doodler for a long time, especially if I'm bored with something, I start to doodle inside of my paper. Um, but anyway, so I went and started working with Jean and her and I and my son, we created these books. And it was such an amazing process. And then she taught us how to do vision boards, collage, and to make little books that I still have. I still have my baby book. It's called Rebel Heart. Uh I still have it. I still write in it. Jean has always told me to journalize. It's very hard for me to journalize, but I have put things in there that I go back to and look. So I just wanted to just say, guys, Jean has been one of the greatest inspiration for me to engage in this arena um, and to keep going because at one point in time I had stopped because of life and busyness. And then her and I circled back around a couple of years ago, talked about it. And then we officially um, decided to move forward last year and we came up with some great ideas, um, decided to open up the um, Art Rages Gallery, Art Rages Studio, Art Rages Salon. We've been calling it several <laughs> things, but I can tell you guys we're, we are going to, um, we're, we're going to have some great things that are going to come up in August in our year anniversary that we're going to share. And um, I want to say thanks to Jean and to Drip and Crystal because we've all been working together, putting in the sweat equity um, to to make this happen. So, Jean, thank you for being here tonight. Um, yes. Thank you, Jean. Thank yes. You. And then um, on, so the glad to be here. on the next mic, um, Drip, just really quick, reintroduce yourself. So I am Drip Child. I'm at We Can Drip Studio. I'm a I'm a 24 seven artist. I sleep maybe one hour a week just so that I get my projects done. Uh, and I'm happy to be here. All right, I'm awake and I'm here. Okay, <laughs> Crystal, please introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, I I got choked up. Well, you know you would. My art is moving. How could you not? No. <laughs> I'm Crystal Skinner. I am Empty Canvas Creations on all the social media, and that's my website too. I'm here to share, yes. share everything. Yes. And she is good at that. Hold on, y'all. I have to get a drink of water. I got choked up. <laughs> we need, okay. We need those sound approved. Yes, yes, because yeah. this is raw real. and real. Yes, yes, raw and real. Um, Crystal and I took a trip over the weekend to Big Art Day in Garland, and um, 
Y'all, we had the greatest time. It was so overwhelming. We're just all making these plans because we want to see this here in our area. Mm -hmm. And um, we do have a lot of work ahead of us. But um, I will tell you that Crystal and I will be at the Earth Day Festival that's coming up on April the 22nd. And Crystal's going to be doing a one-man show here at our, our art gallery that we have. And I'm excited to work mm -hmm. with her. Um, I've been working with her a lot because she's been the one to guide me in the right direction doing a lot of this stuff her and Jean both. Um, and so we're going to be doing a one-man show for her. And I want you guys to please come watch our pages, Empty Canvas Creations and Hidden the Streets to find out the, the date and when you could come and check out her work. Now, before we get started and do the icebreaker questions, I want to give a huge shout out to Courtney Mitchell's photography. Ooh. Courtney, yes, yes. absolutely, Yay. yes. Courtney is sponsoring this episode tonight. And um, guys, I'm very thankful for her. Courtney has also been a great mentor for me. Um, I said this on the last episode with Alicia, her and Alicia both. We've had our little talks every now and then. And uh, Courtney has really uh, opened my eyes to a lot of things with my photography. And she's been great at helping me learn how to frame them. So mm. if you guys are looking for a master of the lens, please reach out to Courtney Mitchell's photography. And her framing game is on too, y'all. So Beautiful. Beautiful work. Okay. So let's have, let's start with the icebreaker question to get this party started. If you could be any artist in the world, who would you choose to be? And Jean, we're going to start with you. Well, I can say finally who I would choose to be is me because I have finally come to the point in my life where I don't want to be anybody else. I'm having such a good time making my own art. Um, it's always been a spiritual journey for me, um, not just a way to create, but also a way to perceive. Mm. Um, and so I'm really happy with what I've done with my art. Um, it's vital for mm -hmm. my life. Mm. What about you, Drip? What about you? What you? I mean, this is, this is a question I could ponder on forever. I would definitely like to say what Jean said, but she stole the best topic. So. Oh no, you can say it. I, I, was, no. I was thinking about this though. Any artist that I'd ever want to be most the most renowned artist you've ever heard of uh, lived tortured lives. Mm. So I'd probably want to be reincarnated as Bob Ross. I mean, oh, <laughs> yes. Because yes. yeah. I, yes. I literally, I know that whatever he did in life, he has mm. job security. Like he knew he was going to come paint happy trees for this. Yeah. He's happy with That's that. very yeah. true. Every and other there was artist a beauty was very tortured. You know, right. like, we don't hear huh. about Bob Ross having a tortured life. No. Mm -mm. So maybe there is a whole other side to Bob Ross. We don't know. Who knows? Conspiracy yeah. theories of Bob Ross. <laughs> 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 the dark life of Bob Ross next. What about you, what about you Crystal? <laughs> you know, I, uh, similar to what Jean said, sure. I, uh, I am my four-year-old self. I am Aww. me who wanted to just go in the closet and have access to whatever cool stuff and just, just create for the hell of creating and just to have the freedom to do that. That is, that is mm. who I want to be. And it's not true always in all of the art that I do. And some of it, I am free like that. And some of it, it's more structured and it's a different kind of free. So mm. it is a part of my art. And oh, I challenge people to look at it and, and ask me if that happens to be it. It makes me interested in what people think childlike energy is. Mm. You know, it's so funny you say that because when, we, when I start talking about artists and, and art and all that, I go back to when I played the piano, mm -hmm. played the piano for eight years. So I always mm -hmm. wanted to be Amadeus. Uh, okay. I loved his music. I played his music quite often. It was easy for me to learn his music, not everything else, but that was. So as far as art concern, it was him. As far as drawing, you know, I've, I see a lot. I could think of many. We we're talking about Jackson Pollock. And I think the reason why I gravitate to him because he's free. Mm. He's free with what he's doing. It's just it's a sense of freedom. But as I say that too, Andy Warhol is another mm. one. And that's because he was doing producing, he was filming, he was mm. an artist. Mm -hmm. And I do a lot mm -hmm. in the scene multifaceted aspect. Yeah. So um I I do enjoy being me, but at one time I wish I could just pick up a brush and be an Andy Warhol or mm -hmm. be a Pollock and just live that freedom life of not caring about anything in the world just be me be my authentic self and have 
fill up that whole space mm-hmm. or canvas, so mm-hmm. to speak, mm-hmm. with that paintbrush, not a pour. It's amazing yeah. what you can do with time. Amazing what you can do with time. Not just that, amazing what you can do with time, but we're artists. We can do anything we put our mind to. So mm-hmm. if you, at one point you weren't a poor artist either until you were right. a poor artist, so right. now you can That's be right. a decent yeah. poet. You can, yeah, yeah, you can do anything. Let's talk about that. Um, at one point in time, okay, so the one that we've done previously, Gene, I've been listened to like three or four times and I've heard so many different things, but um, I know one of the things that we asked, and I'm going to ask you this, is that have our um, art changed over the years? Have our techniques changed over years? What about you? Has your technique changed over the years? Vastly, yes. Um, I have taken as many classes. You wouldn't believe how many classes I've taken. Mm-hmm. Um, I love experimenting. For me, mm-hmm. the key to art is experimenting mm-hmm. and play. And so there was a period where I just drew all the time. And then I found out about found art and I embraced that. And that was a lot of fun. And then I started getting into bookmaking, which for me, that's really a home because I'm a poet and because I um, also make visual images um, and sculptures. um, Now what I like to do is make really weird books that you have to open in funny ways that have poems inside them. And um, I want to do things that are unexpected. Um, and so I almost never plan what I'm you don't going never to do. Plan. No, I, and the, it's it's the, funny you bring that up. I, I, starting the art, the pouring. Mm-hmm. It it is what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Crystal, right. we went to one the other night at the Sherman Public mm-hmm. Library. Crystal goes, "There's no control in all this." I'm like, "No, girl, it is." No, I know it drives me it crazy. Just, <laughs> it just flows. <laughs> and I think people like me who want to control this situation or control things, it's like. I'm really like, eh, it'll flow. Like, it's weird. And I was telling them that the other day. But you said experimenting. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I do like the experiment. The experiment. Yeah. We yeah. really have to collaborate. Yes. yes. That's okay. So, I, I'm, so I'm going to switch over here to, to Crystal. Oh, can I say one yes, more thing? Yes, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. One thing I learned that is really important is to let the material speak to me. It's okay. not about me telling the materials Mm-mm. what to do. It's mm-hmm. about me listening mm-hmm. and watching mm-hmm. and letting it evolve. Yes. Observing. Yes. So I'm going to switch the mic over to Crystal real quick because because Crystal loves to experiment. Now, you were telling us a story before we got on the mic. Tell us about your ink alcohol. Mm. Oh. You're experimenting. And the reason why I'm sharing that is because y'all, Crystal, is a repurposed queen. And let me tell y'all something. Now, I have to tell y'all this story real quick. Y'all know I got stories <laughs> today. Today, I, I was frustrated with work. I was like, oh my God. And I know it is what it is. I've been doing this for almost 20 damn years. But I went to go put my beads on because I needed to relax my, my crystal beads on. And I was in there and I opened it up and I was like, I got all this dadgum jewelry in here that I don't never wear. How can I reuse this in art? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in your head. <laughs> and I was like, God, here we go. But I did think about that. And you know why? Because I painted that beautiful girl that said dance like no one was watching. Mm-hmm. And I think she needs jewelry on her dress. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so, Crystal, thank you for that. Even though you weren't yes. there at that present time when I did that. No, but I know. You but, you know, the artist but that you're... was out in Garland inspired that, too. Even if you yes. don't realize it. Because <gasps> the bells. Oh, yes. She repurposes broken jewelry. She did. Yes. Look there, at you. Yes. There's an artist that takes fine arts and then breaks apart pearl necklaces. And yes. Them into yes. And incorporates so, so I'm switching the mic over to Crystal. Crystal, why repurpose? Why? Tell me. Tell me where that comes from. You do it so often. So I think it was about the time that I realized that only 7% of recycling actually gets recycled mm-hmm. that I was like, what the entire fuck are we even doing? Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, you're good. Say. I'll, so, just, like, I'll put a disclaimer. Know, it's just, you know, <laughs> I know that things are going to go to the landfill and I'm oh, not yeah. going to put a huge dent into that, but what I can do with my art is bring more awareness to that. And, you oh, know, yeah. one cause that I have very close to my heart is the land back movement and that we should be, you know, giving the stewardship of the land back to the yes. people who know how to manage it in a way that will be, that will give renewal to the land and not continue <gasps> oh, with wow. the destruction of it. So that. 
if I can bring more awareness by mm-hmm. also repurposing and pulling from landfills and keeping things out of them whenever I can, I do. So when mm-hmm. I showcase my work, it's all in repurposed frames so that then we, they can partner with someone to have it custom framed. And then, you know, that can go on a desk somewhere, but that way I can keep them out of the, the local, you know, thrift stores and, and what mm-hmm. have you. And they speak to me because they have energy. Mm-hmm. Right. It's funny. Both of you guys are amazing at the repurposing things that I learned a lot of that from you too, as well, Gina, but Crystal has an art about it. Like she it's, I see her stuff and I'm thinking, I know she found that somewhere in her kitchen. Like, where did that come from? And it's so pretty, it's, it's beautifully made. Mm-hmm. And that was why I wanted to do the Texas, uh, the Texas, the Texas Earth Day Festival, because I knew that she would be a good fit and it will help us teach and learn and grow as artists. Mm-hmm. Drip, what about you? Experimenting. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm watching your page and your IG videos and you are doing a lot with those angel cardboards. Is oh, that yeah. right? So we're uh, experimenting with art installations. Mm-hmm. Oh, installations. I Thank had to, you. I had to think about the right word to uh, use as this. But yeah, art installations. So we basically took uh, just a graphic that we designed mm-hmm. and it kind of it caught flair. And then we uh, we turned it into a backdrop uh, for our studio, mm-hmm. which turned into ah. somebody wanting one made out of cardboard. It became a 3D cardboard installation. It's awesome. And now they've turned into wooden signs. So we'll be uh, epoxying them and doing stuff like that awesome. to them. That's take them to so all awesome. new levels. So yeah, experimentation is everything in the process of evolution. It's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. I completed this level of all these things that spoke to me because it's like things will purpose themselves in your life. Like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm here and I'm here for you to create on me or, or through me or whatever mm-hmm. remix me. So it's then it's like when all that table is cleared, it's like, okay. Well, I've done that. So now I have to do something different. Mm-hmm. What's the next level? What's the next evolution? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the next remix process? You know? We're all saving the planet. Yes. I'll, I'll get there one day, Crystal. But that hit me today. And I was like, wow, I could, I could do this. Mm-hmm. And then it's not just sitting there. It's actually being put to good use. Yeah. 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 Um, next question here. Gene, when people view your artwork, what do you want them to experience and think about? I want them to feel something. Mm -hmm. I want them to connect personally Mm. to the work. Um, I want them not to think about it decorating their wall. I want it to mean something to them in their life. So Mm -hmm. I want it to, let me back up a little. I used to make a lot of work that was very dark uh, because I was trying to heal myself. Mm Um, but now my focus is on joy and I think that's the main thing I'm trying to, to make now. I'm trying to make things that express joy so that when other people look at it, they find their own joy. Okay. I like that. What about you? Spark of the spark. Yeah. What about you, Drip? When people view your work, what do you want them to experience and think about? So I have, I have different, uh, I would say different energies about my art. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she said, I, I grew up doing a lot of dark art. Art came from pain and struggle. Like whenever I came out of that struggle, I inherited the color. It was, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a form of intensity. It's like, cause I, I'm looking at some art right now, some of my older art and it's like, what, what would I want to feel? But some of it is like, it's a question. Some of it, the answer is an intensity. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's supposed to jump out at you. It's it's yeah. a vibration. Because I do all this in a studio that sounds like a club. Like the music is turned up, oh, the bass is yeah. going, the lights are going. So right. to me, I'm trying to, like a camera captures the flash in the picture. I'm trying to capture that that frequency, you know, oh, that I energy, see. that intensity. And putting it on loud. the canvas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like if you could hear, if you could hear a sound on a canvas. Like okay. to me, that's what I try to do, okay. like. Loudness. What about you, Crystal? When people when people view your art, what do you want them to experience? What do you want them to think? So I, uh, you know, that's a difficult one. Okay, that that is. I think mostly that they connect with it and feel it, but I guess I want to spark curiosity. Nice. Okay. I want to ask. I want people to ask me questions. So. I'm with that with you Um, because pouring creates whatever it is on the canvas. I may see it as moon, planets, Mm -hmm. and stars. Mm -hmm. Crystal may see it as 
rain mm-hmm. on a planet or landslide drip oh my gosh drip some of the things that i've sent to him he totally reaches out for <laughs> places that i'm like okay and it's it's because I'm my father. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling one thing and he may be feeling another. Exactly. Um, that's yes. what, and that's what you have to remember. That's what I have yes. to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because I feel like I'm new into this. I just appreciate that someone even notice mm-hmm. that I am doing something. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. Um, the one that I sold to one of the local businesses down here, I felt the passion of that piece and so when i labeled it or called it the love between black and white Mm -hmm. i was experiencing things that reflected on my marriage was i have i'm interracial marriage and a lot of it had to do with the um, turnover of roe versus wade Mm -hmm. and i saw that happening and i knew that you have you know Brown versus the Board of Education and different things, Loving versus Virginia, all this was coming out. And I think I am very concerned of what is happening. And I felt that. And when I did that pour for the Beauty of Love show, when it hit the canvas and it came out that way, I was I, I saw the love in between those two colors. And I'm like, that's what's needed. That's mm-hmm. what my husband and I are. We're bonded through that love, and that's what makes it work between him and I, even though at one time it wasn't. And in the process of all of that going, some part of my brain opened up to create a poem out of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it and, and, it, and it just flowed out. Uh, very emotional. I was very emotional attached to that because I was experiencing things that maybe I didn't quite understand mm-hmm. Because I'm a very busy person and busy with things that I do and busy in mind and taking care of things. And I'm not saying that's a great thing or anything like that. I'm saying it's just, it is what it is. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a generator. I'm a worker. That's what I do. Right. And um, to relax that much and to take that much time. That was great for me. It was like hearing your heart for the first time. I really did. I I felt emotion. I felt I felt my heart in that. I saw that, and I, I, I was just that was just what I felt at the moment of being concerned of what was going on in the world today, and seeing I cannot believe I'm about to walk in the same footsteps that my mother did for me. Mm. That how many years ago, mm. and and I'm looking at my husband going, I will not let that happen mm. between us. Mm-hmm. You are my husband. We are married for life. And it is the love between us that keep us where we are. We're grounded together. I may not be grounded right now, like here, but with Brad and I, we are. So when somebody saw that and felt that and then purchased it, that I understood the connection yes. bit the, the connection with your vulnerability yeah. that you that shared it's not easy she to... knew that that was a powerful piece she saw it she read through it and that is one of the greatest things that you could ever feel mm-hmm. somebody buying your art and understanding that yes. and i hear you the say it and i hear yeah. you say yeah. it and i hear you say yeah. it and i finally felt that mm. so that question i wanted to put out there because i think it's important for society to know and understand that we have, we let our emotions and angers and traumas and healing and all that on the canvas, mm-hmm. right? Or in Crystal's mm-hmm. world, whatever there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of times it is a canvas. Granted, no, no hey, I am not knocking you. I am not knocking you. At least you haven't moved the skin. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because Tattooing. I will tell you, every time I get these stains on my hand, I'm like, what if I could just have someone tattoo that? And then I could have like it layered. It'd be and, a human. Man, Jackson this Pollock. is about to be expensive. I need to just learn how to do it myself. Oh my god, I can't pick up another hobby. <laughs> so, we've kind of done this before with our little bio things that we did the first time, but this question is really good. What do people need to know about you, and how you think? And why you create to understand and appreciate your artwork. So what do people need to know about you? You talked about being a poetry writer. A lot of people don't think they know that. Mm -hmm. But what would you want them to know about you to connect to you and why you create? Just to understand and to appreciate your art. Think about that for a second. 
And I'm diving in really deep tonight because I want people to realize how serious we are about this. So I want people to know that I've had a lot of things going on in my life that I don't talk about. I'm very private. Um, as a child growing up, back in the days, you got your ass whooped. And I'm pretty sure part of that ass whooping leaned over to getting into a critical place of child abuse. Now, I didn't know that. I was just getting a spanking. And so there's a little bit of things that gone on there that at that time when we grew up in that day and age, that's just how it was. Mm -hmm. Then I have where two parents separated and I went through a trauma of the other individual terrorizing um, and upsetting my mother in a place that I felt like I had to protect her mm. at 10 years old. So I had the mindset of doing a lot of things at 10 years old because I felt like I needed to because my mom now is by herself and now she got to take care of two kids. And so then when, as I get older, I also had some inconsistencies with my own life and troublesome and troublemaking and, and a lot of things happened within high school and getting out of high school because of things that happened in my life over years. Now, part of that was me. I created it. And part of it is because of the bullying and I bullied back and a lot of other things happened as I grew older that I got involved in because I felt like I needed to. But the one thing that I don't talk about that I will say on the mic tonight is about my brother. Now, I don't talk about that because it's a very emotional thing for me. My brother got caught up and my brother's been in prison since 1995. That is a very long time for somebody to be in the system. And I think what I am doing currently right now has helped me deal with a lot of those things. Um, I was also in an abusive relationship I had to fight my way out of that, fought my way really hard that I winded up going to court thinking that I was going to go to jail for a long period mm. of time. And uh, although I had a lot of people stand up for me, thank you, God, <laughs> um, there was just things that I have gone through that I keep to myself because one, it's in the past. Two, I've had to overcome it. Three, the healing part of it has really been helpful, or, or I would say my mother has helped me through a lot of that. Um, but it's there, but but the healing still needs to happen, right? Because triggers happen, things come up that reminds you of things. Mm -hmm. um, I've learned a lot over the past six years with some of the things that I have changed my ways and my thinking and the way I react. One thing that Crystal said in the last episode, she said. My past self is X. My future self is this. And when she said that, that's, 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 she hit the nail on the head for me. Mm -hmm. I want to be my future self so bad, but that past self shows up and go, hey, remember, they're not going to like you because of this. They're not going to like you because you've been to jail three times. They're not going to like you because you smacked the shit out of somebody because they were disrespecting you, Right. But my future self is like, that ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with what I got for you in the future, right? And this art journey that I've been on, thankfully for you, Jean and Crystal and Drip and several other artists that I have come in contact with, being and sitting by myself and being just with myself has been so great and peaceful and quiet and I can reflect and I can figure out the things that I need to do for my brother and bring that back into my life eventually because we need to. He's still working through the system. It's helping me heal through that um, and helping me to learn how to get away from that past self-talk, which is negative. Mm -hmm. And I, I do want to put that out there to say that this has been such a very good journey for me. It's made me more confident. It's made me feel better about myself. Um, it's made me step away from things that I didn't think I could step away from, including people. And um, it, it's been it's been hard. Someone told me today, say, don't say it's hard. Say it's been, um, it's been a journey. A journey it's and it's challenging. And challenging. 
Right. Because um, they used to always say to us a lot, you know, it's either a blessing or a lesson, but I think both are false because it's both a blessing and a lesson. A lesson, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be. If it's yeah. not a lesson, it'll never be a blessing. So, right. So we got two minutes. Any one of you guys can take that question. Ooh. I, I, well, I actually started kind of tearing up whenever you said that, so I'll go ahead and step foot on the road on this one. Uh, I, I think I thought about this last night. I have to tell myself sometimes, you know, uh, I do it. I say sometimes, you know, I do it to honor the the women that were artists that mm -hmm. are no longer here that survived cancer, they survived mm -hmm. abuse, they they came from the depression, the war days, stuff like that, you know, like but honestly, deep down inside, I, I also thought about it, you know, I spent so long in addiction and stuff like that, to where whenever I was so deep off in my darkness, I couldn't use my hands. Mm -hmm. I could, and that kept me from creating. It kept me from oh. doing what I was gifted to do. Mm -hmm. No matter how much people thought, oh, well, no, that's the artist's life. If he gets like that, that'll make him create. And I have to notice that sometimes because I look back and I'm like, every day I create, and I sit at the table and I create to honor not only the people that can't be here to see me do this, that watch me go down that dark stuff, but I do this every day because I can show the world this for the first time. I can't show them the last 20, 30 years of my mm -hmm, life. Right. Because it was a lot of stuff, a lot of bad things mm -hmm. that I did that people would mm -hmm. literally probably not want to love me for. But it's right. like now I have the chance to show them like my hands are mine now. They're not right. our hands. They're not the devil's hands. Right. They're my hands. I get to do this. So, so Drip, I don't mean to, to cut you off, but I have to stop this recording. Thank you for that, yeah. though. And we'll come back to that question for Crystal and Jean, because I think it's important for people to learn some of the things. Um, you said dark. You, you, we started dark. Yeah. I started dark. It's like we had to get through that to get to the joy and the, the and, the, and the light. Right. So we'll be back with that question. Do you have a passion for printed portraits that you want to showcase in your home? Look no further than Courtney Mitchell Photography. Courtney has a keen eye for creating heirloom quality printed artwork that you can treasure for years to come. One great way to invest in these beautiful portraits is through frame wall collections. These collections are a stunning way to display your favorite images in a way that complements your home decor. Courtney will be with you every step of the way guiding you through the process of choosing the perfect image, layout, and frames for your unique space. Whether you're looking for wall art, albums, or gift prints, Courtney Mitchell Photography has got you covered. Courtney's passion for printed portraits is evident in the quality of her work and her dedication helping her clients create personalized and meaningful pieces. So why wait, y'all? Contact Courtney Mitchell Photography today and start the process of creating your very own frame wall collection. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. <laughs> All right, guys, we are, it was okay. We are back and we have actually been talking off the mic about everything, especially after, you know, dropping off and, and leaving with what I said. I just wanted to be a little vulnerable with everyone, you know, because I feel like that's very important to people who wants to try to heal from their past traumas and, and, and to move forward in life. I really have to tell you guys, it's been very good ther therapy for me. Um, but I, I want to talk to Jean and, and Crystal. And so let's, let's just ask this question, uh, you know, again, about how, what people need to know about you and how you think and why you create and what, what do you want them to appreciate, you know, about with your work? What do you want them to know and why you create to, to understand that for me, that's a really hard question mm -hmm. because I have spent so much of my life hiding. Um, mm. I actually created a technique that I used as a teacher. Um, and I use it all the time. I'm, have trauma. I've been ill all my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've had to pretend I wasn't, mm -hmm. I had to work even though I was sick. Uh, mm. oh, well, that's life. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I learned to do is to, I hold a mirror in front of myself and I reflect the other person back to themselves. And so what happens 
when I do that is they tell me all about themselves and they don't know anything about me, which is how I want it. I don't want anyone to know about me and my past. Mm -hmm. um, really, I want safety and I want privacy. Mm -hmm. um, I make art as a way of experiencing life. It's vital for me to survive. Mm -hmm. um, I started writing uh, poetry because I started journaling. Um, you know, mm. I kept a sketchbook since I was a kid. Uh, words started coming. Um, next thing I know, poetry started coming and it took over. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And so I really don't want anybody to know anything about me because I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to be vulnerable in it. You know, yes. I, I, I hold on to a lot of things. People ask me a lot of stuff to do. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. And they're like, it's like I keep every, I keep everything private, right? right. Mm -hmm. And even to let a sliver of that even out on the mic, that was very hard and tough for me because I, I feel there's always those judgment yes. eyes up on me, <laughs> right? Yes. Mm -hmm. But as I say that too, you know, it's why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's it's because you inspired me to do that. It's because Crystal inspired me to do that. It's because Brad pushes me and encourages me to do this. I have friends and family that does that. Yeah. And if it's making me a better person, you know, am I going to go 100% of that? No, I keep things private. Right. They're my private treasures and secrets or whatever. Right. And I talk to god about a lot of that kind of mm -hmm. stuff that's where i kind of leave it so right. i but gene i do want to see i i appreciate our chats and our talks for me to understand have a better understanding of you and your art mm -hmm. um it speaks to me in more ways than one because i know what you're saying you know i understand the, the past things that have yeah happened. i i don't want to I don't want to reveal myself. Yeah, sure. No, it's understandable. Yeah, it's okay. And it's okay. But, but one thing I learned was that creativity is healing, mm -hmm. you know, and to be able to create and let my feelings out in a work of art, mm -hmm. that's healing to me. Mm -hmm. um, and it makes me feel more more whole. More whole. Complete. More whole. Shana yeah. calls it wholeness, mm -hmm. being more whole. What about you, Crystal? I think that um, what people should know about me is that I'm that um, that full of potential little child that shined like mm -hmm. a star, bright, 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 and was able to excel until I burnt out mm. and could no longer perform on so many different levels. And have realized in the past few years that not only do I have traumas from a myriad of things in my childhood growing up, but also I'm actually autistic. I'm not, I don't just mm. have ADHD. I, I'm actually, I was putting on masks and felt like I was putting on masks because I was doing that. I was seeing mm -hmm. who people wanted mm -hmm. right, and displaying that mm -hmm. and pleasing the people around me and mm -hmm. surviving and getting through the situation and doing so quite well given the you know the support system that i had so you know people talk about coping mechanisms and how you know maybe they need to replace their coping mechanisms and some can be unhealthy but really at the core of it my disassociation and my mm. derealization and my my disconnection from those periods of time of trauma were a strength because mm. I could not experience them when I was in them. Mm -hmm. And as I have healed mm -hmm. and gained an ability to feel that I can go through them and it's awful. And it has me shaking while I'm talking mm -hmm. and you probably hear it in my voice, mm -hmm. but it, um, it gave me a new understanding of what I'm capable of mm -hmm. because of what I did when I was four years old and mm -hmm. five years old and mm -hmm. six and seven and all the way through when I didn't know how I was surviving, but I did it anyways. Exactly. Yeah. All of us on the mic mm -hmm. here have talked about, uh, it's all survive. It's all a surviving. Yeah. Right. One of the things I had said, I don't know, it might've been a conversation with Crystal or some friends. I was like, I am so tired of surviving. I want to thrive, you know, yes. and I, I feel like I do a little bit of both. I think I'm not going to ever stop my survival instincts. I think they're just there. Mm 
I think it's in my DNA. Mm-hmm. My mother is a survivor. My grandmother is a survivor. My great great grandmother, my great great, all those people, right? right. Uh, we, we're built up on that. So I don't think that's ever going to go anywhere. But I would like to do a little more thriving and a little less surviving and mm-hmm. let them surviving skills kick in when needed. But, but aren't we thriving when we're creating? We yes, are. Absolutely. That is the oh, point. That's, that is we the have, point. That is why that's I, what we I, have to remember. Yeah. When we Tag create line. and yes. Yes. step away and see yes. that we did that, that's yes. really our moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes, no yes true. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And it's I think that freedom yeah. to create in that mm-hmm. is it is it's gotten me this far to have a conversation with you guys and bring up my brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all right. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And so I think um I think that's a good thing. And in in I'll take another we'll take it further again with, with myself. But I'm I'm like Eugene. My mom raised me to be a private person. So a lot of things I just don't discuss because I don't feel like it's needed to be. Mm-hmm. I will work it through. You know what I mean? Right. And I have great family members that I can talk to. I have great friends. And um sometimes just a little bit of the tidbits that they say, they don't know that they're helping me or encourage me but i take them i take them with me and i'm like you know that makes sense just you said some maybe that past self-talk it's not even me right it, mm-hmm. you know that's i didn't even analyze it or look at it that mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. you know i i think my past haunt me mm-hmm. because i still live in the place where i did a lot of things you know and i think my concern is people see me as this individual i'm like hey guys I am not a saint here. I'm a sinner. You have no idea the shit I did back in the days, right? You know, but I've changed since then. Over the past five years, I've done a lot of changing. I've done a lot of growing. My mother is teaching me how to grow Mm -hmm. with her dementia and the caregiving. Mm -hmm. If anybody Mm -hmm. is testing me, she is testing me. Mm -hmm. And thank God for the art therapy. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the questions. That's another question that I want to, that I want to ask. Do you think there are benefits of of, of the art therapy? Absolutely. Immediately, yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly, because, yes. I mean, think about this. I, I remember growing up and hearing my folks talk about all the time. There's no, there's no handbook to raising a child. Well, there's mm-hmm. no handbook to being a human. Right. There has to be an art to being a human, right? right? So in order to figure out the art of being a human, mm-hmm. you have to be the artist who's the human first. Yes. That, I think that that's what our time is. We're learning in that process how to really – understand what humanity in ourselves is yes. just simply by our creation right do you think that and i'll ask this to, for, for crystal do you think our therapy helps with the healing of the traumas that we have in our past and the things that we go through even even struggling with day-to-day life i will say that I am really good at reading most of an article and not remembering exactly what the science was behind it. But (laughs) I do know (laughs) that there have been studies done that when you engage your non-dominant hand, which you often do in play and creativity, Mm. it allows you to open up another part of your brain. So much so that that is where they start with therapy with kids. They start with play therapy. You play with sand, you Mm -hmm. play with toys, you play a game and you, you get the body moving, doing something that you're not thinking about and it opens up the emotions. Mm -hmm. It's literally (gasps) scientific fact. Yes. And and when you do art, any of the arts, you're using your whole brain and you're actually creating more synapses. You're actually making your brain smarter. And when you are unstructured in your play, yes. that is when it like doubles down, when you don't have rules that you have to follow. Right. And that is one reason why I love the play aspect of mm-hmm. creativity, because you're allowed to engage in that right. again in a safe space. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kids in the sandbox. Yeah, yeah, you said kids exactly. in the sand. You said when you said sand. When you said sand, I immediately thought about the poor because sand just runs right through. You can't control anything. That poor is it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You, it just runs right through. It flows. It is. It's going to do whatever it's going to do. Right. It's hard to control. That. Or it can be super controlled, like the sand artists that do them in the bottle. Oh, it yeah. can be crazy oh, controlled, just yeah. like the pores can. The be. mandalas. Yes. Yes. That are then destroyed. I mean, yes, that I is just that. the most. I have one piece that I literally burnt, and it was the, probably the most healing thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And it's a piece that I knew that I couldn't recreate. Right. And there's a limited edition now. There's no original and it's never going to, you know, it's never going to be what it was. And I love that. Yeah. 
Do you think it's important for people, adults nowadays, because we're such in a busy life and we're so connected to our phones and everything else that's going on. Don't you think it's important for us to stop and play? Yes. Yes. Always, always be a child at play. It's vital. I think it's helpful to the brain and the heart. It is. It's the fountain of youth. Yeah. You know, it keeps the blood flowing. It keeps the the chemicals going in you and everything like that. And I don't think it's just adults. Like I think we need to need to let our kids play a little bit more. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. The first thing they take away when you can't behave in school is your recess. Right. That's very true. Isn't it? And that's so damaging. Because I if, never you're, thought if, about you're, that. if you're misbehaving, it's because there's some kind of trauma, there's something that's upsetting you, and punishing you doesn't help. If what, you are allowed yeah. to express it, explore it, um, figure out what's going on, then you can recover. Mm-hmm. You know, then you can heal and deal with it. And one of the beautiful things about art is that you can get your trauma, your ideas, whatever it is that's bothering you. You can get it outside of you Mm -hmm. and then you can do something with it and maybe turn it into something beautiful Mm -hmm. or something that speaks to you. you And it doesn't have to be a verbal experience. It doesn't have to be like talk therapy. Right. Because that doesn't work for everyone. I intellectualize everything. I'm great at talk therapy. I paid way (laughs) too much money to say the things back to the therapist that they wanted me to say. Right. Not everyone can feel through talking. Mm Mm-hmm. So this question here is, it's an interesting question. We kind of talked about this a little bit. What are you besides an artist? How do you define your role in life? And that even making me think how, and and it talks about what are the most important relationship? How does art impact other parts of your life? Those are all really good. So what are you besides an artist? Well, I'm I'm a I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a granddaughter, I'm a recruiter, um, I'm an entertainer, I'm a generator, I'm a creative. That really made me think about a lot of that. I, I'm probably, I'm probably do way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a community advocate. Mm-hmm. I'm a volunteer. A lot of hats. Yeah. I'm a actress mm-hmm. in the local community theater. Mm-hmm. Think about that. What what are, what are you besides an artist? That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. So if I had to pick my top three, um, oh shit, I forgot. Hell, I'm a wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you said that. Did you I, did say that? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Oh, sorry, <laughs> B. I just said that we were bonded together. I'm like, whoops. <laughs> You're one already. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, but <laughs> thanks for the backup, Crystal. <laughs> but what is it? What about you? What, Jean, what what all the hats do you wear? I know oh, you wear man. some hats, girl. Don't even pretend. Oh, man. So many hats. Um, one of the big things is just being a woman in a patriarchal oh, society. <gasps> that oh, she went there. I, it, she I, that went there. So difficult. You know, to realize that I've been lied to my whole life. Women are not the weaker sex. We're actually incredibly strong. Hmm. Um, we provide, uh, we nurture, we share, we give. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really essential to me. Okay. Um, and, you know, I also have my manly part. <laughs> you know, I, um, I do too. His name is George. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just kidding. People are gonna be like, I like oh, shell. <laughs> Go ahead, Jean. Well, I had to I had to be the man and the I had to be the mom and the dad. Oh, sure. Um, I've been there. As a single mom. Yeah, been there. Um, I went to college and got an advanced degree, yeah. became a teacher. That's really become an important part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um okay. oh my God, I've done so many different jobs. You're, you're and you're definitely a volunteer. Yes. In this yes, community. Lots of volunteering. Mm-hmm. One of the I feel like one of the purposes of my life is to help other people be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I've reached the point where I'm comfortable now as an artist. Um, I believe in myself as an artist, mm-hmm. and I've had plenty of rejection. Um, I've had plenty of people give me bad advice, look down their noses at me, uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it doesn't matter because I just keep doing my art. Yeah. Amen and, to that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen and to that. Um, now I, I recently spoke with a friend of mine 
Uh, and she talked about being a lighthouse for other people. And that's, yeah. that's uh, an oh, image that, that I've been embracing this idea. I've, I've got a lot of training. I've, I've, I'm a reader. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a bookworm. Mm -hmm. And so I, I know a lot. Yeah. And I want to share that. Absolutely. Um, I, I want to share that light, mm -hmm. you know, because when I was young and in pain and suffering, mm -hmm. Other people's lights reached me. Mm. That's why I knew oh, I wanted wow. to be an artist. Mm -hmm. You know, I read these books and they touched me and mm -hmm. made me feel like mm -hmm. I had a right to exist. I and like that. so that's what I want to share. What know? about what about you, Drip? I like that, Jean. I, I your art reaching out and touching people to make them feel in a better way and more joyful. Yeah. Yeah. What what about you, Drip? What's your I know you're an artist, but what other roles? Well, this is going to sound really odd, but it's very one-dimensional. Mm -hmm. Outside of being an artist, I'm not really anything anymore except for an uncle. Oh, I'm now yeah. the Uncle Booby of the family. That's uncle Booby. That's gorgeous. Uncles are important. Yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> so I've been titled Uncle Booby, and that will probably stick with me for the rest of my life. And uh, his name is Evan Mac Holly. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's the first uh, new child in our generation after all oh, the wow. heathen years. So mm -hmm. after after he was coming, it was like I wore a lot of hats in the world that I couldn't really tell the world. It was mm -hmm. like I laid it all down. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just an artist and an uncle. That's I, that, Uncle Booby. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. All I want but, to be yeah. known as but you're also a friend and a companion. Yeah. To but me, you are. That comes with being an uncle, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know coming from the lifestyle i was in i heard that a lot too that's your uncle this that's your uncle oh i that. see yes brother this brother yeah so it's like i still get to keep that title okay. so because okay. uncle to me also means friend it means yeah. family it yes, means it uh, compadre yeah. it means confidant yeah. it means leader my homie it means a road dog you know what i'm saying my like, yeah. yeah my trail buddy yeah. so it's like I, creek dog me, yeah creek dog <laughs> yeah, he's, he's my new little creek dog yeah so it's like i i Truly, to me, that one title being Uncle Booby is mm. is equivalent to having a hundred hats. Mm. Oh, so good. All encompassing. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Mm. What about yeah. you, Crystal? Wow. An, I'm an artist, artist, but I'm also a critical thinker. I'm mm. also Amen. an analyst. Amen. I'm also a researcher. Amen. A facilitator. Amen. A Amen. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, she is. I, there's some. There is one of those you know trends on TikTok that went around, and it's like if I if my trauma was the sun then mm -hmm. i am the moon and i choose mm -hmm. to reflect parts of that <gasps> at the moments that are safe to me and oh, sometimes nice. i don't shine any of that light mm -hmm. but i like to shine the light on it i'm unlike your generation i'm gonna be fucking loud about it because too many people were quiet oh. quiet about too many things yes. mm -hmm. and i think if we can't say it out loud then i mean should we be thinking it you know, and if and if we're brushing it under the rug, should we be? Mm -hmm. And that goes from mm -hmm. everything personal mm -hmm. all the way up to you know government levels. So yeah, yeah, we could have a whole conversation oh, about that government to. thing. Yeah, yes, no, we could. Yeah, something that you've said, um, Jean. I'm glad you said it. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna do another fun question, and then we'll wrap up. Um, you said I've been rejected. I've had people look down on me. You know, um, so have I. Uh, I think Crystal and I, one of us, we had this conversation where I, I didn't fit this mold back in corporate um, because I just, I, I wasn't, it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. And so rejection came one after another. And let me tell you something, that hurts your psyche and it hurts yes. your confidence and hurts things and hurts. Yeah. And you can carry it. Oh, yeah. So every time you get another rejection, you feel that same way that you felt when you got that first one and it just keeps right. going on and on and on and on. And so I'm glad you brought that up because that's something um, that I see with artists that really take a, ref a reflection on is the rejection. Well, and I've said this before on the mic too, a rejection is a redirection. Mm -hmm. Maybe that collector was not meant for you. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. have other collectors are going to come your way. And so that it's okay. That that just wasn't meant to be. I know, I know it's easier said than done because you feel that. But I know with me, not necessarily the art piece, but anything related to work and corporate life. If I get a rejection, that pops up because mm -hmm. I'm thinking I'm back there again. And I know better. Mm -hmm. I just have to take a moment and go, that just wasn't meant for me yeah. yes. and move on. And that's right. that's hard to do when you feel whatever happened to you mm -hmm. 
20 years ago, right. <laughs> you know, but it was that bad of a situation where you were, I was, I know I was really trying to become this entity and just wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be where I'm at now. Right. Well, that rejection is hard to, uh, so from a man, from a man's point of view, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I, I tried to bring roses, gifts, whatever yeah. the women mm-hmm. got rejected on right. the spot mm-hmm. or privately or whatever, to the point it was like, I stopped giving those blessings those mm-hmm. gifts out a part yeah. of me that i was taking that time with. whenever i started doing art uh, that was the hard thing is trying to break that idea that this isn't a box of chocolates or roses or a card or, or this isn't a gift that somebody can basically say well i don't right. feel that way with you this is my art so if i give it to somebody and they throw it away whatever i did my part i didn't reject it right mm-hmm. that's the thing that's what i had to teach myself i didn't reject Radical that option like this is what i'm here to do so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm I gonna like put it. that art out there i'm gonna gift it where mm-hmm. it wants to go and if it doesn't belong to them then they decide that and right. i just keep on moving you know? i like that I as hard as an artist it is yeah. yeah all right so we talked about this off the mic so if you could have a superhero power what would it be it's gene well this is probably really obvious but i would want to be invisible oh my no Gene. <laughs> Hey, you know, I just said the same thing a second ago with the, the moon being dark. I choose to be invisible sometimes, too. I get yeah. that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. What about you, Drip? If you had a superhero power, what would it be? Uh, well, I, technically, twenty four seven, I feel like uh, I feel like super villain Venom a lot. So I was trying, yeah. trying to think of what the actual human was that Venom took over, and that would be my super that, power if I yeah. could just be human. Yeah, you know, oh, without yeah, the symbiote. That's great. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Crystal? I'd just be Batman. I have all the money. I can move it all around. Hey. Okay. I don't even need to put on the suit. I'll just be Bruce Wayne. Then you just be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> you call me Bruce. So earlier today, I said I wish I could be Wonder Woman only to have her lasso so I can lasso these politicians and make them tell the truth. But in the moment of all our conversation, wouldn't it be cool if I had a lasso of healing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Wouldn't yeah. that be a power? Yeah, yeah that would. But be. you know what? You can't affect other people's healing. It's a mm-hmm. process that you go through, not all alone, but mm-hmm. but by but it's a self process. It's yeah. not. You can't do it for you, someone. Right. That's you right. can't fix somebody else. You, you can, exactly if you're right. lucky, you can fix yourself. You can't make anybody say the truth either. We are talking no. about superpowers. After yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I want to thank you all for being here for the second round and um, and just spending time. This was really, really, really good. Um, y'all got me to be vulnerable. So kudos to you guys. Um yeah do what now i want to share one last thing yes absolutely there are yeah, these lyrics on repeat in my head and yes. it's you know courtesy of elise meyer on TikTok and brendan bales of this song chronically cautious and i would just want to mm-hmm. share a little bit of it mm-hmm. it says so if i'm honest i think i'm beginning to question how much i want this mm-hmm. overloaded serial stressor sitting nauseous panic on a loop in my head i'm chronically cautious how do i get off this how do i get off this mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. Sometimes we get stuck, but chronically cautious doesn't ever take us anywhere. That fear, right. that unknowing, mm-hmm. that is the worst part. You have mm-hmm. to have a you have to have a risky balance between chronically cautious and paranoid and overly risking your life. Right. There has to be a fine balance. A balance. Between mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yes. You have to be Absolutely. willing to risk it all, but, yeah. but paranoid enough to know when to conserve the life right. you'll get. To right. <sighs> so Gene. Um, I always ask everybody to give up their social media. Is there a place or a space that we can follow you? I know we have your art here in the art gallery here, but is there another spot that we Not can see? Yet. Okay, well, we're working <laughs> on it. Okay, right, I'm working on it. And Drip, go ahead and drop your social media again. Social media is building. So uh, 20 double two Bs on IG. There's Drip Child with two Ps and the Drip on Facebook. Wicked Drip Studio is also on Facebook. Then we added a new TikTok because we've been working uh, with Glitch and everything. Glitch's Arcade. So mm-hmm. we've been running the Glitch's nice. Arcade interviews. You can see Beat Dr. Glitch on there. It's uh, Digital Dog Graphics with two X's at the end of graphics. Okay, so. awesome. And Miss Crystal, I am empty canvas creations everywhere. It's E M P T Y, not just M T. Okay. So <laughs> check me out there. My website is emptycanvascreations.com or just Google me, Crystal Skinner Art. Yes. You'll find me. All right. And don't forget that Crystal and I are going to be at the Tech Summer Earth Day Festival. We'll be set up there. Please, please come mm-hmm. see her, come see her art. 
And then we will be having um, a one-man show for her in this yeah. art studio in May. Also, um, April the 29th is the Doc Holiday Festival, and I will be there doing some um, poetry as well as Jean and Crystal's going to do some readings too as well. So you guys just come and see us, find out what we're doing, what's going on. Um, in August, we have been doing this for a year, guys. Wow. And we have some great things that are going to be coming. We're going to be dropping our new name and several other things are going to be happening. And I truly am very grateful for you all for giving me what I have right now, this gift of doing this art. Um, I mean, it's really helping me through a lot of different things. And I, I do appreciate it. Jean, we, know we started a long time ago, but here we are back at it again and drip i am very thankful for your friendship i want you to know that and crystal oh my god can you just stay out of my head i don't know (laughs) i i I, it's your fault you said you're connected okay i'm connected to the universe if you're on the same line you're just going to hear me from time to time but seriously you have been so amazing and such an encouragement i think to all of us and not just us but to the community that's surrounding us as well right it's not going unnoticed thank you All right, guys, that's it for me, your Rolling MC. Catch another episode on Hitting the Streets. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yay.